going live. Some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Bike Live. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome to Ike Live. Man, I've got notes in front of me right here, and at the top of my notes it says, The Mega Show! (laughs) The Mega Show! Welcome to Ike Live Mega Show. It's great to have you here tonight. Thanks for watching. We're on the heels of a big day tomorrow with the Ike Foundation event, first annual, kicking off at the Camden Waterfront, a tournament. Uh, kids casting, a dinner, a silent auction, all rolled up into one. It's happening tomorrow. Uh, but welcome to the show. Uh, let me let me let you know that this amazing web show, and it is amazing, is brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Mystery Tackle Box. It's like Christmas on your doorstep once a month. Brand new baits from top manufacturers around the world at your doorstep. Thank you, Mystery Tackle Box. We're also brought to you by Flambo. Flambo makes some kick-ass tackle storage systems. Uh, man, they're watertight stuff, the Z-Rust stuff. If you haven't used it, try it. We're also brought to you by Liquid Mayhem. And Liquid Mayhem makes a scent that is unlike any other. It's going to attract fish from miles away. They've got some great scents. Shad, garlic minnow, crawl, garlic crawl, and Pete's favorite, leech. Blue nut. Balloon knot and leech. We're also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Kayak fishing is taking the world by storm. If you haven't tried kayak fishing, give it a try. And try a Hobie. They're the only ones that have the pedal drive system. Hands-free kayak fishing. Also brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Every dude I know buys their stuff from Tackle Warehouse. Give them a try. Tacklewarehouse.com. Um... Let me start introduce the room. And this is going to be an interesting thing because normally, let me tell you, we have static guests in the room. But tonight, we have a revolving door <laughs> of guests. But let me start with my co-host, the backbone of the show, or as I usually say, the <laughs> crust of the show, Pete Klusik. How are you, man? How you doing tonight, Pete? I'm doing real good. Good to see you. You want to talk about guests? I mean, we've got a whole room full of guests out there. We yes. got people outside. Yep. We got people upstairs. Yeah. That couch. That couch is going to get some action tonight. That couch is going to be hot. It's got <laughs> hot heat on that couch tonight. There, there's a. It's it's like the FLW event, but with twice the people. <laughs> Wow, it hey. is like it. It is. It did is. you speaking of that? Did you see Jeffrey? Jeffrey Hippert started out with a flurry yesterday morning wow. at the FLW Cup. That's awesome. He's in the cup, man. He's in the cup. And he's he, going to make the cut today. Well, yeah, he, he had a nine pounds, so okay. so he's steady. He does it does that again? He'll he'll be right there, cool. close. Shout out to Jeff Hippert. Good job, bro. Uh, and and Pete, a little little bit more. We were talking off camera, but we've got amazing people here tonight. Mm. The stars of the sport, and. They're here, not necessarily for the Ike Live show, but they're here 
to fish the event tomorrow and support kids fishing. We were talking about it out there, but that's un- unbelievable. I, it's really impressive that these guys stopped what they were doing, came a couple days earlier. They're heading to the Potomac after this, all you guys are, yeah. and uh, and volunteered, yes. you know, and they're here. To, for kids fishing to get rods and reels into the hands of kids that couldn't get them otherwise. That's what the Ike Foundation is all about. I'm really impressed at, at what you were able to put together. And, um, and, and really impressed because I've, I've seen this in action is Becky. What Becky did with her team, uh, the Ike Foundation team, uh, with Brendan, Veronica, and, and, uh, Carol. Yeah. Uh, Tom. And Tom. <laughs> Dave, uh, uh, aka Dave. The, uh, just really, uh, you know, the donations that they were able to acquire, getting these pros all coordinated and, and all the facilities. It's a massive yeah. undertaking. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited. To, to see what happens. I know I heard that you did a, uh, a Facebook uh, live deal that had like hundreds of thousands of viewers yes. promoting this event. Yes, pretty pretty amazing. I mean, the response has been great. You know, for a lot of people watching that don't know, they think of New Jersey, they think of Philadelphia, they think there's no fishing fans there, but it's a hotbed of fishing fans. Yep. Uh, a lot of guys are going to come out tomorrow to see these guys weigh in, to meet these guys. So mm. it's going to be an exciting day. Uh, l- let's keep introducing the room. And uh, I, I want to switch it up. Normally I go to the couch next, but I want to go to the back. And uh, I, I got to tell you, for, for those of you that have watched Ike Live from the beginning, <coughs> these are the two guys that have made it happen from day one. And uh, our our guy that pushes the buttons day in and day out, uh, the very one, the one and only, very o- our very own Brian the Carpenter is with us tonight. Hi, Brian. Hi, Mike. Do you have a pencil behind your ear? Nope. No pencil. I did earlier. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Good to see you, Brian. We're we're, we're going to be talking a little bit later about some of the stuff that happened the last few days with us, but. Ooh. Sitting next to you, now that's normally Becky's seat. My man. We've got a special guest sitting right there. And I, I, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Uh, let me introduce him first. Mark Jeffries. Everybody knows Mark. Uh, Mark Jeffries has the amazing Bass Zone website. Bass Talk Live podcast. Bass Talk Live is amazing. 20 feet deep, if you haven't seen it. Amazing. Uh, but Mark, I'm put you on the spot. Ike Live is is your idea. It's your creation. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I want to put you on the spot. Talk about it real quick. No, it's it's really cool. Uh, we we actually talked about it earlier. The phone call, the phone call that was made. It was like yeah. three years ago. Yeah. And I said, Ike, I got this idea. What do you think about this? Yeah. You have the opportunity to have your own platform, talk about whatever you want. More to- more importantly, have a massive amount of fun with it. Yeah. And here we sit. Three years later, look at you go. The amount of people that are all around now that are going to be on the show, you've done a great job with it, man. Thank you. Dude, it's crazy. i got to tell you something. When you first told us, I I hung up the phone. I love you, Mark. I hung up the phone, (laughs) and I looked at Becky, and I'm like, Becky's fucking crazy. (laughs) He's crazy. and and it's crazy, and i got to thank you for pushing me, pushing us to do it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for doing that, Mark. It's incredible because we looked at some numbers the other day, Pete, and uh, I think in the this year alone, we're not even through this year, we've had about a, a quarter million views of this show. Wow. This year. It's incredible. That is incredible. It's incredible. And and it's it, it's probably going to be more incredible. We're on Bassmaster.com. Now, yes. broad, broadcasting some Ike Live episodes. Yeah, the, who knows how many people will read? Uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, Bassmaster.com. Shout out to Bassmaster.com. Um, now, the very the best episodes of Ike Live, you can get through Bassmaster.com. The best mm-hmm. of. And uh, there's not many of them. Most of them are crappy, but there are a few good ones. Uh, let me go ahead and continue to introduce the room and go to the casting couch tonight. We're playing musical chairs. We've got two very special guests on the casting couch tonight. We're special. One of you. Very special. <laughs> and uh, the first one sitting to my left, you normally see her back in the box, back in the hot booth, is Rebecca Iconelli. How are you, Rebecca? I'm excellent, thank Good you. Good to see you tonight. Who are you wearing? Uh, Gap and Nordstrom. Gap and Nordstrom's. Wow. Well, you look you look beautiful tonight. Thank you. Uh, you're the one that's always yelling at people, and I have to yell at you now. Put the mic near your mouth when you're talking. Is it not? No. Just keep I think it I'm just losing my voice. No, it's okay. Is this the one I have to eat? No, you don't have to eat it, but it's got to be really close. Uh, Pete mentioned it right before you came in, and I want to I wanna restate what he said, which is 
you have been working tirelessly on the Ike Foundation event for months and months and months. Uh, it's amazing. It's here tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day. Yeah. Um, tell us about the experience of preparing for it, and are you ready for tomorrow? I think we're ready. I have to say... Um I have no experience as an event planner, but I learned how to become one very quickly. But I have an awesome crew. We've done a great job. Shout out to, to Dave, a.k.a. Tom. Shout out to Veronica. I think this had to have been Dave's headset. It's huge. <laughs> it's falling off my head. I feel like I'm a kid. Um, no, we're set. We're ready. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, the amount of support we got from the sponsors, the giveaways we have. Like, any kid that shows up tomorrow is going to need a duffel bag to go home. That's like, awesome. they're going to get so much stuff. It's, it's amazing. That's awesome. So, for people wanting to come out that are watching, that are like, oh, my God, I, for some reason... I didn't know about this. Tell, tell them about the event. Okay. Everybody, come out. It's a free event. Wiggins Park, Camden. Camden Waterfront. Camden Waterfront, New Jersey. Three Riverside Drive gets you to the Children's Garden. So come see us first because we've got discounts for the Children's Garden, the Battleship, New Jersey, all sorts of stuff. But yeah. it's a free event. Every kid's getting a Flambeau tackle box. Every kid's getting tackle. Every kid is going to go casting, fishing, playing games, face painting, balloons, dancing. I mean, you name it, we're doing it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and it's totally free. Totally just free. Show, show up. Okay? Show up. 11 to 2. And then at 2 o'clock... These guys, the the best pros in the world, are going yeah. to weigh in. Yes. It's very exciting. And the prizes are amazing. Are they? So the first place winner gets a Basket Margay. The Ooh. second place guy gets a $12,000 Mark mower. We have $500 Rapala gift cards, Flambeau gift packs. You name it. K2 coolers sent us coolers. I mean, it's ridiculous what these guys are going to walk away with. Cool. The pros also get some really fun stuff, wow, too. Wow. That's exciting. All right. So uh, go to IkeFoundation.org if you need more information on the event tomorrow. I I have a question. Hit me. About this because when you had, well, we had the elites here, it was a monster Philly crowd. Yeah. I mean, and, and one of the uh, record-setting loud crowds and, and passionate. A lot of loud huge, in Philadelphia. Huge. I, and what are you guys getting on the feedback on the crowd? I, I can, And how should people come? Where do they come to watch the weigh-in? Yeah, well, the, everything is right there at, what, what do you call that, the pavilion or the? They call it the promenade. They call it the promenade. So basically, okay. Camden Waterfront, right next to the Children's Garden, between the Children's Garden and the Battleship, you'll see a setup. And that's where everything's going to happen. Uh, 11 to 2, we're going to be doing all that fun stuff. And the weigh-in will start at 2, and we're weighing in right there. We've got a stage. We've got the winning boat set up right there. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Sweet. And then, I'm glad you brought this up. Let me remind you, we still have... A dinner, a celebrity dinner and silent auction that night starting at 4 o'clock. And I believe tickets, you can still get tickets, yep. right? tickets at the door. So if you're watching... Kid-friendly. Bring your kids, too. Yeah, it's kid-friendly. If you're watching tonight, you want to hang out and, and get dinner, come come out. It's going to be a good event. Uh, and, and real quick, too, we're still taking boater entries. Yes, we are. We just had another one. Okay. Wow. Brenda just sent me a message. We have another one. Yeah, if you're watching and you're on the fence about fishing this one, we're still taking boaters. Uh, you can sign up at the Gloucester City ramp or at the Camden Waterfront right there where we're taking off. Yep, just launch come. Hey, one more shout-out to the Cooper River Distillery folks. Yeah. They're also another supporter of our event, and we have um, the wristbands. We'll get you discounts with them, but I'm definitely drinking my, my rum tonight. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Beck's drinking rum, awesome. and we're all, we're all drinking our yards here. And yep. on that... I would like to turn it to this guy that we've had on the show, but it's so awesome to have him in studio here. The one, the only, huh. Jordan Lynn. Oh, yes. I don't know about the one and only. Bro. What's bro, up, man? How you Thanks doing? for having me. We were talking right before the cameras went on. You and your brother were one of the first good Skype guests we had. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You know that. Yeah, Brian that's didn't been a while, up, did he? Yeah, like, <laughs> is that a year ago? It was. I think it was over a year ago. No like, kidding. Yeah, we had some earlier Skype guests before you guys, but Brian would always mess up the Skype feed. Of course he would. Right. So they, they <laughs> yeah. were ruined. But you guys came in loud and clear. Yeah. And it was fun. We had fun. Yeah, with we you had guys. a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now a lot has changed for you since then yeah. because. You've unofficially won a Rookie of the Year last year, and I'm going to say it. I hear you. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I hear you. I don't care what, what officially it says. You I, unofficially won a Rookie of the Year. I appreciate it. Yep. It was a good year. And you're kicking butt this year. You're kicking been, butt butt. That's been a good year. Yeah. But you, you know how it is. I mean, it can it can be up and down. But can, it's been good so far. Can you give any of that success in the last year to Ike Life? Just to maybe like yeah, a little I'll, bit of it? I think, I think 90% of it. You know, <laughs> from that sky. It, yeah. that, that's, that's what, you know, it's I, made the year. Hey, 
P, do, we, do, you, do you want like a signed dollar? To I, really think, I think like, Pete had a lot to do with it. You know, all the uh, knowledge that he pumped into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's the dean. I, so. th- I think I see where the success comes from just by watching him. I mean, he's live. And he looks he looks like he's home on his sofa Dude, that's, right now. He's chilling, man. He is chilling. Dude, that's amazing because I, I'm not I'm not trying to make your head big, but do we have had athletes and celebrities and seasoned pros sit on that couch? Mm-hmm. And dude, they're par- they're dude, they're shaking. They're like, right. they don't know what to do. Yeah. They look yep. a little nervous. Dude, you're chilling, bro. Yeah, maybe it may just be the beer. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beer, I want to let everybody know. I, I, I'm not too big for anything. I poured you that. Beer you did. Earlier. I know. That's, yeah. That didn't happen often. I poured. I you mean, that how beer. many times does Akinelli get to pour right. you the beer? Now, but Brian the Carpenter, listen to me for a second. Yes. I poured Jordan that beer. Has that ever before, happened? Before I did, I actually carded him. Did you? Yeah. I'm sure he was <laughs> yeah, you know, the guys back there were, were uh, wanting me to get carded, so <laughs> I had to show I got my card. we got to keep it legal here. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, what, good what, parents. What are you, 25 now? 25. 25. Yep. Wow. Now, off I to an amazing. I twenty five. Like four years ago. I know. Uh, yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. 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 I, I'd like to be twenty five again. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about. Uh, you did some homework the last couple of weeks. You were at Lacrosse, Wisconsin, oh. and then I saw you. You didn't see me because I was in incognito. Uh, incognito. Yeah. I had my my buff all the way up. All you could see was my eyes. Yeah. You know, and I'm like driving around. But I saw you on Malax. You're putting a little work in here, man. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that. Tell, tell yeah. me a little bit about what, what you're expecting the last part of the season here. Yeah, you know, uh, I was actually in New York for that bracket tournament. Yeah. And since I was up north, I figured, uh, you know, I might as well go check out the last couple uh, events we have. Yeah. So uh, Mississippi River, you know, I've never, never been there before. You know, kind of want to just check it out and just see what it's all about. Um so I went up there for a few days, and then, uh, you know, Malax is our angle of the year tournament. Yeah. And that's kind of an unknown for all of us. Big unknown. Big unknown. Nobody's really been there. So, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go up there and just look around and idle around a bunch, just see what it's about, yeah. too. And I had the time. You know, that, that doesn't happen often where we get a little break where, you know, you can go up to a place and just kind of hang out. And yeah. It, it's beautiful up oh, there, it's too. Gorgeous up there. I really didn't want to leave, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Smallies I'm looking are, forward to it. Smallies are pretty big up there oh, too. Dude, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's insane. You know, we were talking about before, but it, it's going to be a really, really good tournament. It may be, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. It may be the biggest smallmouth uh, event. I, I think been. you're right. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna what, back them up on that. What one. do you, what kind of bags you guys talking about? Like 25 well, here, pounds. 25. Here, yeah, because here's the thing, and and I want to get your take on it. And if you noticed it, um. You would catch a fish there, and I, you know, I didn't fish that much. I mainly idled. But when you would catch a fish, Pete, it would be 17, 18 inches long, which is normally a three pounder anywhere else, dude. And it would be four, four and a quarter. Wow. I, I don't know what it is about that lake, but they are massively thick in that lake, and I think it's going to reflect on the total weights wow. for sure. Yeah. Is, is it gobies? Is it? It's not gobies. No. No gobies. Wow. So it's crawfish or it's something they're eating, dude. It's crawdads. You know, it's got to be. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, every every fish I caught up there was spitting up these red crawdads, and that and they were like you said, they're all fat. And I mean, it's going to be a big, big weight tournament oh, for right. sure. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll now, be cool. I, I want to backtrack a little bit because you mentioned, of course, you were up there to fish the bracket tournament up right. on the on the Niagara River in, in Buffalo, uh, and boy, I can tell you. The Ike Live fans over the last couple of weeks since that tournament have lit up oh, our social sites. I can believe it. Was that the wackiest, weirdest tournament you've ever fished in your life? Man, you know, so I, I got eliminated like the first round, so I, I wasn't there for the entire thing as it played out, but I watched it a little bit. And, you know, we had some weird boundaries, like usual, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I feel like now our, our tournaments, we have these weird boundaries, and this one was no different. And it wasn't wasn't really super clear. It, it was clear, but yeah. there were some kind of places that little gray areas, little gray yeah. areas that you really didn't know. Right. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that's what a lot of it was about. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know. I mean, my my opinions kind of probably didn't mean anything, but it was just one. It was a weird tournament. It, it really it, was. Hmm. The the fishing really wasn't. Ex- it was 
a lot worse than we expected it to yeah. be too. So there wasn't a lot of action. It was it was really strange because as as a as a viewer and I I watched it live like every right. day I watched you guys um and and I I thought the same thing I thought it was confusing to where they could fish and couldn't fish hmm. I thought I was surprised at the low weights but I didn't find out until today when Mer- Dave Mercer told me today that you guys only had like three hours of practice for that entire event is that right well we had from six in the morning till three in the afternoon so we had we okay. had more than that we had we had nine hours okay so you had uh, nine hours but one day of practice one day all you had and then the tournament was three hours gotcha okay so you know we were out there for a day you're trying all kinds of stuff you, you don't have a clue what's going on right and then you have three hours the next tournament day so it really i don't think it was a a great setup just to show maybe the potential of a fishery because you you know if we go to an event it doesn't matter what lake you go to we right. could be on the best lake in the country and you're out there and you practice a day and then you got three hours to go fish yeah well, you're, you're probably not going to catch them that good yeah and three hours three hours is mm-hmm. not a lot of time it's not a lot of time especially having nine hours of practice the day before to figure out a, a place nobody's ever been. That's not a lot of time. No, it's not a lot of time. Neither is the Ike Foundation tournament with the six-hour tournament. I know. Here. You I were would lobbying like for more to time. lobby to extend that time. Well, so I can't it's imagine. Double. It's yeah, double. I can't double. imagine being but here's the thing. three hours. We're giving you six hours of the best tide, Pete. Oh, well, that's true. So you guys have to take advantage of that. Well, and we will. Oh, yeah. I like that. Uh, we will. Let me remind everybody watching tonight, uh, we want to hear from you. Brian DeCarpenter, I am up and running, right? Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want your feedback. Lots of ways to have input to the show tonight. Hit us up on our IM right there next to your screen. You could also hit us up on our social sites, at Ike Live Show, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm not going to ask everyone that sits on the couch, but i got to ask you because you're sitting there and you fished the event. Tell me about your feelings on the Jacob Prosnick, Kobe Krieger situation. But let, before you answer it, let me flip it to you this way. You and your brother are in those same positions. Would you sit down and lay your rod down for your brother? Would he do that for you? Would you want him to do that for you? What's your opinion on what happened? You know, that's a really good question. And uh, I feel like Jacob knows, uh, you know, he's in the classic for next year he's in he's yeah. in the classic so he, he feels like that it's not going to do him any good it's gonna it's basically five thousand dollars that he he would lose if he gave up you know the right. tournament um so there really wasn't a lot on the line i felt like if there was if we had a hundred grand on the line or or a boat or right. something like that right it would be different yeah. but you know ten thousand dollars versus five thousand dollars and your best friend has a chance to make the classic yeah you know i i you know i would maybe do the same thing just because it's not going to help me much it doesn't i really don't need to yeah i don't have a lot to gain have you guys mm-hmm. talked about it did you and matt have a conversation uh, like what not if this really was us? no we didn't but i feel like we would probably do the same thing right just because you know there's not a lot to gain and um you know, if I were to beat Matt or he were to beat me and he went on to win in the tournament and he was already in the classic and he just got five more thousand dollars, then right. it really wouldn't make a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. So I respect, you know, I, I kind of understand why Jacob yeah. did it. You know. Yeah, I, I, I get it and I'm on the fence about it. People, how do you feel about it? Well, you know, at first I, I get it and I didn't have any problem with it until I read Don Barone. And, great article, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, that's his point of view. It was a great his, article. And, and then I started. It caused me to think about it because yeah. I had really never thought about it. And like, I, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of sports. With sports that I th- that is very similar to what we we're just talking about is tennis with the Williams sisters, right? Venus and Serena Williams. Yes. yes. Which often have to play each other. Yes. Head to head. Yeah. And I'm like, well, would that be cool if they just said, okay, well, we'll do every other one. I'll lay down and you win. Right. Right? Would that be good for the sport of tennis? Mm. That's a good point. To do yeah. that? Yeah. Um, is it good for the sport of fishing, you know, to, to yeah. lay down? And, and, yeah. You know, when and, you're... And, and ironically, the day that that happened is the day that it was on ESPN Live 
not Bassmaster.com. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. And, uh, you know, just that's just the way it laid out. And really? I, I know that there were a lot of comments from casual sports fans that, acc- you know, accidentally or wanted to check this out. Like, oh, what's this? And they saw this go down. I'm like, what kind of sport is that? Yeah. And I think the betters yeah. are going to like, oh, man, this sport can be manipulated. Right. <clears throat> You know, yeah. so so the underworld is maybe looking at it. Right. And, um, I didn't think about that. Dude, yeah. think about it. Dude, if yeah. you're in contention to win the Classic, gone into the last day, all you have to do is get a prostitute sent to the guy in the first room. <laughs> yeah. Send the prostitute to their room, and you got a better shot at winning. <laughs> there you so, go. So, uh, yeah, so... I, Was there I, any analogy there? I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, I think it, we all got to look at it, because you, you've helped me in tournaments. I've helped you in tournaments. We've all had friends that we do stuff with yeah. that way. And, uh, you know, a lot of other sports do that, too. But to actually lay down yeah. is, I think, something... That we ought to seriously look at and say that's not allowed. I don't think it should be allowed. Right. You know, and I and I've heard you know other people say that there was other ways to do it. Like mm-hmm. he could have just went and fished a nothing bank, or mm-hmm. you, you know, in, in such a way where it wasn't like you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, put, throwing his hands up. Yeah. You know? it's, right. it's interesting. I mean, it, it, you know, this sport is funny. Because it's still evolving, and right. these things are still happening. There's so many gray areas still in the sport. Sure. So it's interesting to see all this, to be involved in it at a time when all this is happening. You know, it's very, it's very interesting. It is. Very, it's very interesting. And I watch, I watch this guy go through this sport, and I'm amazed. I, I it's like every time I'm looking at the standings, I'm like, son of a bitch, he's got him again. Mm. You know, and you're so. Rookieish, you know. I know, you know, you've been doing this a long time, but you're new to the elites. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm new. You to know, it, and I'm just, sure. I'm amazed, and and like, like I said, sitting there with looking at you and talking to you, you're so relaxed, and I, I gotta believe that's an important part of your game by being able. And I've seen you catching them, and you're relaxed. Yeah. Is, is there anything that spins you out? Is there anything that flusters you? Uh, you know, yeah, for sure. Clowns? I think I think everything spins somebody out. I get I get spun out a lot. Clowns, yeah. boy, not cla- No, 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 none of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think anybody can get spun out. Uh, but yeah, you know, when stuff's going your way, it's going your way in this deal. And uh, the last couple tournaments, stuff's gone my way. You know, and there's been times this year that it hadn't. Like Mark I don't. I, that's kind of spinning me out. Mark and Karen Zoner giving the Ike Foundation a thousand dollars if I give this to Mark, so I'm gonna take it. Oh, wait, wait, hold that, hold that up there one more time. It's gone. Hold, hold us up. Hold us up. Uh, there you go. Uh, we just a big announcement. Uh, we, we had to interrupt Jordan while he was talking. Mark Zona said if we send him the deer head from the Ike Live Studio, he's gonna donate a thousand dollars. Mark and Karen to the Ike Live. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, the Ike Foundation. Karen and Mark, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And, uh, That's awesome. And, and uh, real quick, too, while we're talking about Mark, Mark, we're, we're thinking about you. Uh, yeah. That's all I want to say right now because I don't know what Mark wants to say. Um, we'll talk a little bit off camera, but Mark, uh, Karen, we're thinking about you. You're in our prayers. Uh, hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. Is the uh, Ike Foundation going to reimburse the Ike Live studio for that loss? <laughs> yeah, what do you think the deer head's worth? Uh, to me, it was priceless. Priceless. All right. Well, we'll, I, find, we'll find something. I see a big hole in the wall. Well, what, we, what we're going to do is we'll go. So, we'll it's go so the, awesome. There's just a, a metal a hanger metal spike out sticking of there, out of the wall where it was. Well, here's unique. the deal. We're going to go to Z's house now and raid his house. You we're better gonna, bring a thousand dollar bill. Find something from the Zona household to hang there. Bring your checkbook. Yeah. Well, see, here's how I got a pro- I got to. You got to clarify. Didn't didn't you already give that away to somebody the head yeah i don't know i might have i think i think mercer was that mercer's deer head (laughs) now z's guy damn guys stealing all my stuff from the studio yeah uh man i lost my train of thought i I don't care i lost my train of thought because i got another question for you jordan oh it's here boss and i'm putting you on the spot big time i like because i like to live through younger guys i like to live through you because it's a long time since i was in my 20s i feel you I need to know, and you. And one of the the rules of the, the casting couch is you can't lie. You got to tell right, the let's truth. Let's hear it, boss. I need to know the craziest thing that happened in your four years in college at Auburn. Gosh. Craziest damn. thing that happened. Craziest thing. Craziest thing. Wild. I, I need crazy wild. I need something really juicy here, and it's got to be real. You can't lie. Man, you put me on the spot. 
<laughs> oh. Oh. Uh-oh. I can tell there you. There it before is. You, wait, before you oh. finish your answer, let me tell you Pete's. I know Pete's. Pete's went to Rutgers back in the 40s. Believe it or not, he went to Rutgers, New Brunswick. Free oh, Woodstock. And the Free craziest Woodstock. thing Pete ever did in his four years at Rutgers in college, he's had tea with the girls' tennis team. <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> but it, it was very spicy. That's buck wild. <laughs> That's. You, <laughs> is that a true story? Is that a true statement? And T. I, I, I lived on the edge back then. You know. <laughs> Man. <laughs> what, what kind of tea? Was, was it, it like it Earl? A, was it an Earl Grey? Earl Grey. Earl Grey. That's awesome. Yeah. Ginseng? Was it ginseng? <laughs> oh, to get the sexual arousal. <laughs> Keep it PG. Oh yeah. No so was you. Uh, how many girls was that? <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So uh, you know, we had a house there in Auburn. Okay. So Auburn's a college town. It wasn't like you know, it's not a town that's like a big city or anything. It's just a college town. Yeah. So everybody there was. Um, so we had a house. My brother and I lived at. You know, it was kind of a little bachelor pad. You know. We'd have people over and such. So, I mean, we had some stuff go down over there. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I, I know a couple of the things, the craziest things. I can't, I mean, there's no way I can say on camera because I'll probably get divorced. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we had some, some, some fun parties over there. Uh, I remember one time uh, we actually, we had a back uh, studio, I mean, a back uh, patio, okay? Yeah. So we were making this bonfire for some reason. It's attached to the house. Yeah. So the, the fire gets a little out of control. And uh, I remember Matt picking up this wooden pallet. I mean, I, I can remember this like it was yesterday. And it's, it's flaming. It's on fire. I mean, the whole patio is like on fire. Yeah. Okay. And he just on throws fire. it in the woods. Okay. And so now stuff around it's catching on fire and we're freaking out. So we got all these people over here, the yard's on fire, the back patio is on fire. Oh we gotta <laughs> we gotta think of something to do. So uh somehow, you know, we were all pr- we were all pretty intoxicated at the hmm. point. Okay. So uh I somehow got some water and got to put the, the fire out on the patio and uh saved it from burning down so we had a little chart going on it's still black i'm sure i don't we never changed that if anybody's watching they live in the old lee house yeah. on campus yeah that the, black mark in the back you know yeah, where it's from yeah yep yeah. and the uh down there in the grass that probably hadn't healed either but <laughs> that was one of many times I and mean, we had a lot of fun down there that's awesome that's I, awesome. I miss it yeah, for sure. I, I, I miss it too pete did you ever streak in college did you ever go streaking no did you I never did. I never did. No. That was before our time. That was. That was like 70s. Oh, that was 70s. That yeah. was streaking was 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're going we're gonna to keep the stars rolling in. <laughs> I think we've got somebody waiting in the wings out here. We do. And we're going to bring him in. There he is. Here he comes. Come on. I'm going to introduce him as soon as he sits down. Okay. Sit down on that couch. It's uh Yeah, you got to make love to that microphone. And, Sweet. Uh, joining us... On the casting couch, in his rookie season, you know him, the one and only Jay Rayner. Jay, how are you doing tonight? Good, good, good. good to see you. Uh, I got to tell you, thanks for coming tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, especially on short notice, dude. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming to support this event for kids. Man, I, I uh, like you said earlier, we won't say much about it, but I hate that, that Zona can't be here. But I'm really glad to be able to step in and, and help you guys out. And I wanted to come in the first place, so as soon as Becky sent the text, I said we're there. Cool. I appreciate it. And Brian the Carpenter is signaling me to eat the mic when you're talking. My head's too little, dude. I can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave's headset's giving everybody's trouble. I know. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because that headset normally goes to our um, Dave Brodzik, who's one of the cast members here. Yeah. His head is giant. I mean, how probably how big is his head? What would you compare it to, Brian the Carpenter? Mm. Like a full-size hot air balloon? Like a moon. The moon. The full-size moon. Stretches uh, out the headset. It does stretch out. I had to move it way back. Can you hear me now? Barely. Dude, if I put it any more further, I'm going to be swallowing it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I think that's what he wants. Now, we talked. You guys came in from Vermont. Yeah. And you were up there. I think a lot of guys assume that elite guys, all they do is 
tournament fish and practice for other tournaments. But you were in Vermont just chilling. Yeah, I had some friends I met in Florida, and they spend their summer in Vermont, and I really appreciate them letting us hang out up there and everything. And we were just pond hopping and having fun and, you know, just – it was the first time this year I got to do any fun fishing whatsoever, so we went out and just wrecked them. Dude. And if they weren't biting on one pond, we put it on the trailer and went to the next. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, just the, cool. the downtime, the fun mm-hmm. fish. I mean, we talk about all the time how little time you have. The busier you get in the business side of it, you, you forget how fun it is to just yeah. go fish. Right, right. Uh, now, you said we talked off camera earlier. You fish one little place. You said that just every place you could call your shot. Oh, you see a spot and you knew you were going to catch it. It was amazing. I, I literally put the boat in, dropped the trolling motor, and if it was that little difference in grass, and you said, uh, there's like a three to five living there, yeah. or a lay down that was just right. Yeah. It, I mean, every that, that Strike King jig never touched bottom. It's you crazy. Pitch in there, skip in there, whatever, and bam, they yeah. just smoke it. Some of the rocks up by the shore, like a little bigger rock sticking off the shore, yeah. you'd throw up there and it'd be like a topwater bite. The jig would hit the water and the fish would just roll and you'd set the hook. Yeah. It was amazing. It's crazy. Jay, it's, it sounds to me exactly like you're describing the Delaware River that we're going to fish <laughs> Oh, tomorrow. yeah, I bet. I bet. I don't like to listen to much doc talk, but I know better than that. That's definitely not true. Yeah. Don't listen to him at all. Mike, I got, I got to tell you, though, one of the coolest things I told you about that day and that it should have been illegal what I did to those bass that day but there was a really fun day up there you know we actually went to a pond that didn't have a lot of bass in it we caught some decent smallmouth but there were thousands and thousands of perch like they would just light up the screen. a yellow perch yeah yeah and you literally you drop to them like with a drop shot and just watch them come up on the screen until you saw them in the water and they would just be around the entire it's amazing boat. Wow. so wow I called and got some crappie stuff from Strike King, and we wore them out. They yeah. weren't very big, but we ate perch. Everybody ate good that night. Oh, they're and fun. We had about 10, 15 people over and just yeah. had a blast. That's I love cool. perch fishing. Yeah. I love perch fishing. Uh, t- talk to you about a couple things. First thing is go back to flashback to Cayuga, uh, Jordan, where you almost won. It's interesting because good job by the way, dude. Thank you, bud. Jay, you and I found. One of the oh, same dude. mega schools out there. Oh, yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. How'd you find that spot in practice? Well, on the last day, uh, well, let's, let's go back to the first day of practice. I went out to a spot right on the edge of those weeds where it drops off into like 18. Yeah. I said, that this is jerkbait pretty. Yeah. Throw a jerkbait out, caught like a four, four and a half pounder. I'm like, okay, so let's go up here in the grass and see what's happening. All over that grass flat, you could catch them. Yeah. And... The one particular spot you're talking about made me leave it because, you know, I'd make a cast here, run over here, make a cast that I was getting bit or, yeah. you know, shaking fish off, whatever. Five fish came up. It's, it's hard to tell because they're still in the water. Yeah. But it was 17 to 20 pounds of fish at one time. It's amazing. I pull that jerkbait out as fast <laughs> as I possibly can, and I think I put it on the trailer after that. I was yeah. like, I'm living down here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was pretty pretty late in the day anyways, but the wind switched on us, and I thought that was going to dirty up because the wind blew yeah. into that day three of practice yeah. like crazy. It did. And so I went to another spot, and I wasn't at that spot 10 minutes, and for some reason it was dirty. Yeah. It was kind of the opposite. Yeah. I run back over, and Mike's sitting on my waypoint. Dead on the nuts. I, I dropped it off plane, and I told my marshal, I said, look at this waypoint right here. And I told you that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you said, I, I got said, a story to tell you yeah, or something. I said, I'll tell you later about this spot. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I, I asked you how much you had. Yeah. You had 18 pounds already. I had 18 pounds already. in an hour the first day. That shows you what decision-making <laughs> does. <laughs> I should have went with my gut instead of yeah. what the wind told me. That so. was an awesome spot, um. though. And, and you know, I, I learned – I found that spot, and I learned what it was because when I found it, I was throwing a heavy uh, tungsten uh, weight on mm-hmm. the bait. And I immediately felt the rock. And it was yeah. a it was a rock pile about the size of this room in a vast weed bed. Wow. And that's what made it special. But it but it's interesting because needle in a haystack. Yeah. You found he it. finds it all the time. Yeah, but listen to this. Oh, yeah. Listen to this shit. Jay found it. 
I found it and Casey Ashley found it. Oh. Yeah. The exact Ashley, same freaking spot, dude. That's, That's how good these guys are. Well, how, well, how did that work out? I mean, did, uh, did you? I'll tell you how it worked terrorist. out. He got him in the boat, and I watched mine swim away. <laughs> That's how it worked out. Because there was about two other spots down through on that side, yeah. further towards the launch, yeah. that was the same exact thing. Yeah. And... Uh, you got it done, and unfortunately, I didn't. But uh, you guys had a great tournament. Yeah. Did you fish? Did you fish together? Work together? Did you share he the was, spot? Or? It was super cool, man. Mike yeah. was there. Was no going Ike at all. I told him the story about it, and and I said, hey, I'm gonna work around a little bit. Is that cool? He said, absolutely. Yeah. But what was funny, on day two, I he he was doing good. I was. I didn't have much of a chance, you know, maybe a shot at, 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 you know, he was way up there and I wasn't. So I came up to the spot and I fished within a cast of it. And I told my marshal, I said, I'm not getting closer than within a cast of that spot because I feel like that's what I would want somebody to do for me. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. Well, he comes up, fishes it. I hear him say, well, let's give it a rest. And he leaves. I leave too. I go to a whole nother area. I come back. No mic. I fish up to it. I turn around. As soon as I turn around, Mike comes and puts it down. <laughs> I told my marshal, I'm like, Mike's going to hate me, dude. He's going to think I'm like full sitting on his spot, and I'm not. I never made a cast on it day two. No, I was that, all over wow. it when no, you that, left that, on day that's one. That's cool. You, you were great, and we worked together. Casey was in that area, and he kind of ceded it to both of us after the first day. So it was great. And that's, you know, it's funny because you always hear about the negatives. You always yeah. hear about the guys getting in fights right, and fist right. fights. Nobody yeah. ever talks about the times when the guys work good together. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a shame that that doesn't it is, get it highlighted. Really is. Yeah, it's those cool. times. Well, you know? yeah, it's it's not very sexy. It's not. No, you know? there's, there's nothing exciting about guys not fighting. Getting they're, yeah. they're no, getting no along. Good, no they're good, sharing that spot. Yeah. No yeah. good sound bites. Especially you know? with you. Yeah, with me especially. Yeah. They want to lynch me every turn. No doubt. Jay, I want to switch it and talk a little bit about. Your gig before you got into professional bass fishing. Here we go. And this is interesting. A lot of people don't realize this. And if Brian DeCarpenter was a good producer, he'd have photos of you, Jay, pulled up from your prior life. Or video. Or video. There's a uh, lot of it out there. But yeah. <laughs> uh, tell, tell everybody watching tonight, what, what did you do before you decided to give this a try? Um, I was actually a professional bullfighter. I did both the freestyle, which is just you and a Mexican fighting bull for 40 to 70 seconds, 40 minimum, 70 at the most. And then I also did the cowboy protection, which is protecting bull riders uh, whenever they get bucked off yeah. or, or uh, after they ride either yep. way. And it's just kind of the secret service of the rodeo arena. I mean, you're protecting pickup horses and pickup men and gate men and yeah. pretty much everybody in the arena it's your responsibility to make sure dude, if anybody I, gets hurt, it's you. Dude, that's that's unbelievable because I've been to rodeos. We've got one here in South Jersey yeah. called Cowtown. It's it's a world the oldest fame. rodeo in the country. It's, is it one of the you oldest know rodeos? How many claim that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, it, it possibly is. It's one of the oldest. I don't know if it's the oldest. Yeah. It's one of the oldest yeah. for sure in New Jersey. <laughs> but I watch those. I watch what you did. I watch those guys do that. Yeah. And I, I, I sit there I'm with Becky with the kids. I'm like, those motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> I'm like, did, they're crazy. They are. Did, did, any, did it ever go south on you? Uh, I was kind of known for being able to get in a real bad situation and, and get out of it. Um, protect, You're wiry. You have that wiry It never went south. And I was wow. in some real bad – I mean, I've had to jump on their head, you know, because – the whole deal is to get in that gap between them, get a hold of the bull, and take him with you. And then it becomes freestyle protecting yourself. Uh, there was a time in South Carolina I tripped over my own foot. I'm dead serious. And when my head was going down, his head was coming up, and all this side of my face has been reconstructed. But uh, other than that, I'm probably scarred on about every part of my body. I mean, I got scars all over the place, but... Nothing serious, no. Just got his head almost ripped off. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. Not, not I rubbed really. a little dirt. Actually, yeah. uh, I didn't know that for a couple of weeks. I was out in the yard doing backflips. If you've seen the backflip over the Mexican fighting bull and stuff, I was yeah. the first guy to successfully do that. But I'm out there doing backflips, and I was building fence on this ranch we were living on in North Carolina. I come in, and I, I put my face in my hands, and my hand went into my face. The swelling had gone down, yeah. and so the next it was late. The next morning, we go to the emergency room, and the doctor tells me, I can't believe your eyeball is still in your head. 
He wow. said everything was broken, and the orbital floor on the bottom had to oh be replaced. My gosh. So that was the scariest That's part. Like, I thought, oh, I got a black eye. Right. When my hand went in, I was like, this is bad, you know. Wow. So that was really scary. Man. Yeah. You okay, Brian DeCarmody? Yeah, we Okay, good. He's, well, he's got that video. Oh, sure. gotcha. Okay. One, cool. one time, one time while bass fishing, I actually got scratched by a dorsal fin. Oh God! Right, Gosh. right, right no. there. Oh God! I'm <laughs> did you scared. Go, did you go to the ER? <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty, but I took it. Did I, it get I, I, just, I just bared it up and kept fishing. Did you know? it get infected? <laughs> oh my God! That's a, that's a, that's amazing. Are you okay so, now? <laughs> Are you all right? I will be. Okay. I will done. Hey, it's the little cuts that hurt bad. Like it the is. paper cuts, that, you know, those are the bad ones. Them, them little suckers do hurt when they start getting infected and then you can't hold fish anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not getting your face I've mashed I've never in, been finned before, I bet. <laughs> no, I've never been finned. But i got to tell you, you guys are talking about the pain of fish. I want to tell you, dude, the best feeling in the world is having two or three straight events and your freaking hands are so scarred <laughs> up and sore. Right there, Because you jacked them, right son. Bass yeah, pump. No yeah, bass You jacked them. You know it. Right. Two or three tournaments in a row and your hands are feeling good? You ain't done your job, man. <laughs> you had, you've had a bad couple Unless of weeks. Unless you hold them up by the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless you squeeze them hackney style. My, my yeah. first up. open was like that. And I don't remember who it, it might have been you. I don't remember. I put something on like Instagram yeah. about that. I ended up getting second in that first one. And somebody got on there, Jay, cry me a river. You know what I mean? They were like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. That'd be all right. <laughs> shut up. It was a good problem to have. It's, yeah. a, it's a wonderful problem. One, after a good tournament, I decided I'm going to treat myself to king crab legs. And I was so excited. It's my, oh. one, it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I could not even touch the crab legs. Oh, yeah. The salt. Oh, all yeah. the, the, the little, you know, points nice on his crab. Yeah. Getting nice in every on. cut on your hand. Yeah. I, I had awesome. to have somebody else peel them for me. Wow. I couldn't do it. But that's that's, awesome. it, it is an awesome feeling. It's an awesome feeling. Every man. bass fisherman knows it. I like being hurt, man. <laughs> I like the pain. I do, too. I like the pain. I love it. Uh, we do have a video up here. Mark, you ready to play that or a couple minutes? Wait until he gets back. Wait until he gets back. Okay. We do have a video queued up. I'm going to show you here in a second. Uh, let me remind you, you're watching Ike Live. This is a very special pre-show to the Ike Foundation event tomorrow, Camden Waterfront. Uh, 11 to 2, bring out the family, bring out the kids, a day of fun. And at 4 p.m., celebrity dinner and silent auction. Tickets still available. Go to IkeLive.com. Uh, I'm sorry, Ike, IkeFoundation.org. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused, Pete. We have too many uh, businesses going on here. Uh, yeah, you got something. I got a story with Jay and I. Okay. And you, uh, oh, yeah. you might remember. But uh, when I made the 13 Classic, yeah. uh, of course, Jay was a guide on Grand Lake. Grand Lake. And uh, I met him through friends, and um, and I flew out there, and uh, Jay guided me on Grand, showing me around, showing me the patterns out on Grand Lake. Geez, uh, back in 2012. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's how, awesome. That's, that's how, how we, we met. That's how we met, and of course, he was a sponge to me, asking me a million questions about bro fishing. I felt like yeah. he was guiding me. Yeah, and he was he's, he's just talking. And, and I thought, you know, well, he's a good guy, you know, nice kid. We didn't really fish that much. We looked at a lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and it was so awesome to years later, yeah. you know, just a couple years yeah. later, here he is, you know, contending to win tournaments out there in the centrals and uh, and then you know making the elites. It was it was pretty cool to see that all come around for you. Yeah. So who asked more questions that day? You did. Or well, people? let me. I got a little short story here that, that, and I still tell this to a lot of people. It really amazed me. Uh, you know I'm a duck skipping addict, and we went in the in Duck Creek in the back of that one cove, and I said, right there, we'll catch a fish right there. And he throws in there, and I see it just, boom, it just hit the line like a line cutter. You yeah. know, it just laid down. And I'm like, you going to set the hook? And he goes, I don't have to. And I'm like, what? He said, watch. Literally, that slow. He said that this fish came running out, hit the cross member, and bounced back like it was on a rubber band, and he reeled it in. Like, he just did that every time he came to a dock. And I was like, I, I was amazed. I was like, he just, he didn't even, he knew. Yeah. And it sure enough ran out and just, do, 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 do like it wow. was nothing. 
Wow. I didn't realize that was that impressive. It's pink. It was impressive. really impressive. I mean, it was what maybe like a three-pounder or something. But, dude, yeah. I mean, that was cool to me to be – I think that was my first year guiding. Right. And I'm in the boat with the guy that just already knows what's going to happen before it happens. I wow. was like, whoa, that's that's pretty cool. Stop so I, I learned a lot that day. No, I, well, I really appreciate that. And if, I mean, I, I, it was great fishing with you that day. I was tickled to death for your success and the elites. And uh, Thank you. You Thank know, you. looking forward to seeing what happens in that. Yeah. Big things coming. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, can you play that video real quick? And I think we're going to sneak in for our first break. Do you have that queued up? Uh, check out this video. I want everybody watching to look at this video. And um, we've got a little video queued up. Uh, our amazing producer queued this up. Jay, who's this? That would be me. And that wow. would be my wife in the background. <laughs> look at him. Wow. Dude, you're faster than Bickle. Well, the key is to not be very fast. Just quick to the shoulder and then slow down. Hey, spinning. <laughs> that was a good time. That was my first professional bullfight ever. Wow. Hey, let's see that uh, flip again. Hold on. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Can you put it in slow motion, Bri? Whoa! <laughs> Wow. There's now, one that's titled with uh, Jay Brainerd first year fighting that shows one in slow motion. That's awesome. Let me ask you this. Are there parallels cool. in what you did there in professional Absolutely. bass fishing? The what are some of the parallels? I mean, the mental game in that, it taught me to, I have to think very, very, very quickly, especially yeah. when a cowboy's life is on the line. A lot of times I would be on top of a bull's head or have a bull's head in my hands before I could think yeah. because I had to save that guy's life. And so on the water, it helps me a lot that, you know, and, and also the parallels with traveling down the road. I'm doing the exact same thing I've always done. Yeah. Except for we got a different animal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I figured there were parallels. Let's sport, go a sport's sure. a sport, man. Yeah. A sport is a sport. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, if you're okay with this, we'll take a quick break. I got to take a leak. You want to do that? And we'll come back or you want to just keep rolling straight forward? What do you want to do? Uh, I got nothing prepared for your uh, situation. Oh, cool. <laughs> got nothing prepared for my leak. I can no just pee in my pants. You know, Go I'm, for it. You should, think I should? I was all, I'm, I'm thinking Depends or one of the undergarment companies you would be a great a sponsor, Ike Live sponsor. Yeah. I ain't no doubt. Think about it. I mean, you could just pee yourself while you're... Beer after beer after beer. Yeah. Not have to not have to get up. Not have to do anything. Uh, Jordan, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to keep putting you on the spot. What okay. do you think about... Um, Byron Velvick emceeing at the FLW Championship this week. Oh, Byron Velvick. Well, you know, he did it last year, too. Yeah. So he's got something going on over there, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's cool. Good for him, you know. Yeah. uh, Is that why he retired? Did he retire? I don't know. I thought he retired. I don't know. Well, he's not fishing. Disappearing uh, ghost shed. We Mm. saw him for a tournament or two, and then... Yeah, I don't know what Byron's doing. There's no telling him. He, like he announced that this was going to be his last year, he and he was he going was to retire. Swim baits all year. Yeah, at the end it. of the yeah. year, and then he fished two tournaments, and and then we haven't seen he him. But two days and he popped up at the FLW. Yeah, yeah, it's very so. interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, I guess uh, he's getting back into TV. He did that with bass, though. He, he did. did some stuff. Yeah, classic. I remember yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He's good. With he did it. it with the city limits show. He did. Did he? <laughs> he did. He did it. With <laughs> Whatever city happened? I will put you on the spot. Yeah. Ooh, I'm I like it. The same thing. I right? love it. Let's what? talk about city limits. Well, what happened with Bring that deal? Well, cool. The show just became a seven-hour show now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it easier now or? I, I want to tell you. So city limits. I want to, and a lot of you watching, I know, are old city limits fans. I'm going to give you the real story. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, Nobody's boy. ever called me to the plate on that. Yeah. Uh, city limits was was fun. It was a great show. At the time I signed on with it, I was still green from the standpoint of my business career. Um, and I thought it was a great opportunity, and I signed on to do it with a production company out of Florida, and the network at the time was Versus. And um, it was a great opportunity. When I got the call, they said, would you be interested in doing this show where you fish in urban settings all over the country? I said, shit, of course. I grew up in Philadelphia. This is what I do. Like, cool. You know, you know do you want to help, like, develop the project? And I'm like, sure. So, do like, over months and months, we, like, figured out the show and this formula. And, you know, things were good in the beginning uh, because it was a great show and – I felt like it was like I was part of the show, but as time went on, I started to become the low man on the totem pole, 
And I thought that was weird because it was a show that I kind of helped develop, you know. And, and again, I was a little green, um, but kind of what I found out is, you know, their their take on it, especially later when NBC Sports bought Versus, started to change. Like, you know, well, you know, if you don't if you don't want to do it, we'll just get somebody else, you know. And I and I took ownership of that show, and I was proud of that show, and. Um, and, and, you were you know, the replaceable host. Yeah. No. And, and, yeah. yeah and it came it came down to a little bit of that, and they were selling sponsors that I already had the show, right? Uh, so give me an example like Yamaha. So they were selling Yamaha a commercial spot on City Limits. When I had a sponsorship with 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 Yamaha, I was being undercut by my own sponsor for my own show. That's and, no good. No. And that's kind of was the demise of City Limits for me. Yeah. Um, I don't so, blame you. Yeah. So golden rule there. Listen, all you YouTubers out there, own your content. There you go. Own it. <laughs> Find a carpenter, own your content. Jordan Lee, great question, man. Round of applause for you. Nice yeah. question. I still get people in my boat uh, every week. What is Mike still doing City Limits? Whatever happened to City Limits? Mm. People love that show. That's, That's a badass show. show. It's a fun show. I was thinking show. about it on the way down here. I told your wife when we were pulling in, I was like, Mr. City Limits lives in a cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting a new one called Rural Limits. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to pick corn all day. Yeah. Uh, all right. P-time. P-time. All right. Listen, hang in there with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more special guest, Ike Live. Hang in there with us. Fire is one. 